2: Welcome to Cannabis Talk 101 featuring Blue and Joe Grande. The world's number one source for everything cannabis. Hello,
3: and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast all around the world. As we have so many great articles and blogs on the site, make sure you check it out cannabis talk101.com is the site and feel free to give us a call anytime at 1-800-420-1980. Check us out on YouTube, IG and all social media at cannabis talk101. Well, Blue is at the number one Christopher Wright and you can catch me Joe Grande at Joe Grande 52 Blue's not here today, but I'm holding down the fort, you guys. It's all good. It's going to be a great show. A lot of good information for you. Turn your typical into something special. When it comes to infused products, the flavor you taste should be just as enjoyable as the feeling you experience. Make sure you visit the website, loranoils.com. And as the holiday season, I can't wait to get busy on their website and check out what I'm going to be making for the fan Bam! Today on the show, you guys, my brother from another mother is George Terry, the executive vice president of Rad Source Technologies. Now, they are a global life science leader Developing proprietary X-ray technologies. I can't wait to get into this and really hear what this is, George. Radsource Technologies vows to develop life-changing biological X-ray solutions that enable customers to advance the world through life science research and innovation. Today, George comes to tell us a little bit about their pa- patent. I believe it's Quastar? Quastar. Quastar. Quastar F- Photonic Decontamination Technology and how they are cleaning up cannabis for all users worldwide. Now, for more information on Quaester, check out their red, well, website radsource.com, that's R-A-D-S-O-U-R-C-E.com, or follow them on Instagram, radsourcetechnologies, to get a peace of mind of where it comes to microbol- microbolica, and all this other good testing in the cannabis space. They can explain it for you. Without further ado, please put your hands together for George is in the building, folks. Yes. <laughs> George, first off, this company, What what is this exactly? Because even as I read this and I look at the site and I see these big old machines down there, uh, make it in layman's terms because I'm imagining something, but I still can't put it all together on what you guys do.
4: So in life sciences, there's different aspects of it. Um, some has to do with marijuana, some has to do with blood, some has to do with viral inactivation, some has to do with sterilization of insects. So what we do is we actually have created a unit that uses X-ray technology instead of gamma technology. So gamma technology would be radioactive isotopes uh, or e-beam, um, but we use X-ray technology, like you see at the dentist's office, like you see at the airport, in order to um, to reduce microbials um, and and basically uh, make them unviable so they can't reproduce.
3: So as it's as your machine's doing something to the plant it's actually killing something
4: it breaks up the dna so that if you don't have dna you can't reproduce it, it can't reproduce right. so it, it we can't say sterilize because we we're we else were fda cleared for blood but it, it in a in a in effect sterilizes the, the the product because it can't it can't um reproduce the microbials they can't grow
3: and what do the microbials do when they find it in cannabis
4: well it's linked to a lot of nasty things uh, aspergillus is a particularly bad one um cfu which is coliform forming units is uh is a mold and mildew that's in um in cannabis sometimes uh, e coli salmonella you know what they do um so all these those little, are big ones too i mean how yeah. these
3: other ones are like oh what <laughs> no <laughs> sounds bad but okay uh, my well, science isn't that strong
4: <laughs> Sometimes, you know, especially in outdoor groves or whatever, you get birds that fly over or whatever. So, you you know, you, you might have a little bit of pollution that happens. So, basically, it's just like in, in other, you know, in other uh, uh, areas, you got to make sure that it's clean for consumption. So, even though it's being smoked, you know, the each of the states has their own cannabis control board that, uh, that sets limits for, um, you know, how how clean product has to be in order to be sold to the public. So they're they're all about public safety. The states can't, I can't say more about what the states do in order to try to keep public safety.
3: So this life. company, was it formed, I'm assuming, for blood work at first?
4: Yeah. Um, the first four guys um, got out there and they said, hey, we want to do something to get rid of these gamma radiators around the world, cesium. So cesium is a is a gamma isotope that's water soluble. So after 9/11, the U.S. government put together a program, and um, they they went out with under the ORS Office of Radiation or Radio Radiation Safety, and they put together a program that said, "Hey, we want to get all these cesium irradiators out of the of the public, because if they fall into the wrong hands, they were thinking dirty bomb and stuff like that." So they said, "Well, what's another technology we can use since we don't have gamma? Um, you know, the radio radioactive isotope." And RadSource came up with a, with a novel idea on an x-ray tube design um, and said, hey, we can do it. We can do it better than anybody else. And those four guys took that company to where it is today.
3: Now, are you saying that we can see these at airports and this and that? Or where do we see this technology for this company that they've created?
4: So RadSource has got a different type of x-ray um, technology. Original, te- original x-ray technology was created in 1897. So it, it basically functions like a, a flashlight. Um, so the, the, the photons are, that's it exactly what they are. You know, the, the x-rays are photons. So they come down like a flashlight bulb. Um, if you were to shine a flashlight on the table, you would see a, dark, a, a bright circle in the middle and it would get darker as it goes out. Rad Source came up with another idea and said instead of making a beam, they made it more like a light bulb. So it puts photons like the sun out and all different directions that's why we call it quay star because it's like a star and it puts out um the photons in all different directions so it doesn't just fo- focus the the light in one area and the light is what actually breaks up the microbials.
3: so these machines are you guys only doing cannabis is it like i feel like you guys are doing other big things for the government for life for science for Hmm. testings and all kinds of other things tell me a little bit more about that
4: so yeah we started off with blood um and then we did some viral inactivation so a lot of times what they'll do is they'll need to inactivate a virus in order to make a vaccine for it so during sorry,
3: i'm giggling there's this dog barking i'm almost like who let the dogs out it's like it's not even my dog that's going crazy which is even funnier but go ahead i'm sorry
4: that was that was me that's
3: your dog that's (laughs) your barking that was me barking that's your dogs right there your shoes. I'm sorry, go ahead. It just was cracking me up. This dog is just nonstop. It's like someone's beating it. Oh, nobody is, just to be safe and clear. But
4: that does not represent <laughs> any statements by bad source. Exactly.
3: <laughs> I'm just wondering. It's the first time I've heard a dog just yapping like that, though, around here. I mean, usually, you know, it's my dog that's barking at somebody. And it's usually a Mexican or a brother that walks in. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a racist little golden doodle. Um, but, George, a little bit more, too. Like, continue, please. Like, you, you guys just started with blood, doing all this and continue?
4: So we do viral inactivation. So during COVID, we had a lot of sales of units because people were trying to inactivate the virus. So if you chop up the DNA, have you ever heard like when, when people are making vaccines, they say we ha- we use an inactivated virus? Okay, yeah. That's what we do. So they put the real live virus in and they they hit it with uh, enough of the photons that it cannot reproduce, but the proteins are still there because they're bigger molecules. So then they make the vaccine off those proteins, but. It, it's it's an inactivated virus, so it cannot reproduce. So once it can't reproduce, then it can't really affect you, right? Who are your clients? Like, we have some big, like a uh, big pharma, um, big big pharma. In fact, some of the vaccine um, uh, developers, uh, a lot of genetics companies um, on that side. Uh, but we yeah we do a lot of work with, uh, um, I, you know I don't want to say the names of them or anything, but um, BMS is one. <laughs> So the big ones. I mean, the the government
3: is basically looking at you guys and your company and you guys have got the stamp of approval to be utilized because this is big work as far as like major technology, major breakdown of molecules. And if you're talking about viruses and other things, you guys are trying to help the biggest scientists I would imagine in the world figure out things that are beyond our just quick imagination.
4: Right. I mean, the science is pretty solid. So what happens is they know that they need to inactivate the virus. So. They use either gamma radiation or they use, you know, the X-ray. Um, the X-ray it takes a little longer to get there, but it's it's a it's a different science um, as far as the delivery of the, of the uh, of the photon.
3: And so for cannabis, right? So if there's a company here that wants to utilize you guys, are you guys already in this space heavy? Or are you guys just tapping <laughs> it now? No,
4: we started five years ago and. Um, we have over 250 of our units throughout the U.S. We've got them down in um, in South America, we've got them in Canada, uh, we've got them over in Europe now, um, just for cannabis now. Um, and uh, we are the predominant um, technology for, other than gamma, so within the U.S., we're the predominant technology.
3: Well, George is sitting here, you guys, with us today. We're gonna to get some more information on that because I wanna know, Exactly how much they can take in there. Radsource.com is the website, and we're going to see how much these machines cost because they look massive. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this break.
2: Follow Blue at one Christopher Wright. Follow Joe Grande at Joe Grande52. Subscribe to our weekly newsletter on our website, CannabisTalk101.com.
0: To cannabis Talk One
3: Hundred and One.
2: We're the world's number one podcast for everything
3: cannabis. Chalmers Wellness is a full-service rehabilitation and recovery facility. Now they work with patients to identify, treat, and manage a wide variety of issues, including weight loss or gain, digestive problems, chronic fatigue, pain, injuries, sciatic diseases, chiropractic problems, fibromyalgia, carpal tunnel syndrome, and plantar fasciitis. Now medical doctors regularly refer patients to Doctor Chalmers when traditional medications and treatments are not working for their patients. For more. Information, you guys check out his website, chalmerswellness.com, or give him a call direct 214-446-5300. George Terry is our guest today, the executive vice president of Rad Source Technologies. As we are going and talking about this, you say you guys have these all around the country now, especially in the US and Canada and different countries as well. How exactly does it work? How much cannabis do we put in there and uh, let's just start with that, Like, because I'm so curious. Are companies doing this before they take it to the test, the lab test? Is it like, oh, they went to the lab test. They found out it's contaminated. we got to take it here to get out of it. How does all that work, and why should people be using this?
4: So that's an excellent question. So what happens is when you grow, after you cure, they trim. And then they take the flower, and they put it in a plastic bag, and they seal it. And that, that plastic bag then goes in our unit. Um, it, so say, whole,
3: the big black ones that they're using or just does it matter like a, I mean, what, how much pounds, like the big 50-pound bag, 100-pound bags?
4: Depends on the size of the unit, but let's just say it's our, our larger unit. It holds about 10 pounds of, of flour per pod and there takes t- there's five pods inside, so five cardboard canisters. So it holds about 50 pounds of flour. Um, and then the bags are sealed. They go through the, the, the cycle and, and the cycle can go anywhere – We have some customers that run it as low as four hours, but typically what we recommend is about nine hours to 10 hours, okay? And if you have Aspergillus, it's a little longer. Uh, So it stays in there. Um, When it comes out, uh, you don't open the bag. You keep the bag closed because now it's decontaminated. So that's the term that we use before testing is decontamination. Then what happens is it goes to testing and they get back the COA and, and it and it shows zero uh, microbial, zero aspergillus, aspergillus, and we don't have an impact on THC or the terpenes either. You know, uh, compared and to and
3: it's not affecting any of that either.
4: No, it doesn't. It does not because we're at such a small wavelength. We're hitting this, the the DNA of the microbial and the molecule, which is the THC or the 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 terpo- the terpene, is a much bigger molecule. So it's 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 insignificant. And we've got thousands of tests and studies. You know that we can show that. You know. We we can prove we can prove our 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 marketing.
3: (laughs) So like about fifty pounds will take about nine hours to do.
4: Yeah, about nine hours. That's
3: what you're recommending per fifty pounds.
4: Yeah, nine. If it doesn't have Aspergillus flavus, Aspergillus, it's got to go about an hour and a half more.
3: Okay, so George, when somebody comes with their crop, right? Do they figure out beforehand that it has a problem with it, or is it something that they want to do even before just normal testing, no matter what?
4: Some people just get it and they run everything through it because. They want to make sure that they're providing safe cannabis to the market. And that way they, they know that they're getting zeros uh, as far as CFU or too few to detect um, when they go in because of the shelf life of the, of the product. So Colorado just did a thing where they have a shelf life now on the product because they figured out in Colorado, hats off to them. They've got a wonderful enforcement program there. They they figured out that the longer it sits on the shelf, if it has mold or, or right. it grows back. <laughs> so it it expires so so, you know so with us we get it down to too few to detect so if if there's nothing there to grow back it extends that shelf life same same theory that they use for some foods
3: right i would imagine that's the same concept right there too so if you're a grower and you're sitting there getting ready to go do that is there like distribution centers that you guys have around here is it something somebody should buy their own machine and just do it themselves or they go to like the you know Location where you guys have? How does that work? Is it everyone buy a machine?
4: Yeah. So most people buy a machine for themselves, okay, because they want to make sure that they can control what's coming into their facility, what's going out of their facility. They don't want other people's stuff in and cross contamination. I'll have to give it to cannabis. Uh, for the, the cannabis growers are very professional group of people. They they look at every aspect and they follow their their SOPs very closely, okay. But then there are other people that, depending on the state and the state regulations where they're allowed to do something called tolling. So what they'll do is they'll buy a unit from us and they'll put it in place and then they'll charge anywhere from 100 to $200 a pound for other growers to bring product in to run it through the unit because they, at the time they don't wanna either buy the unit or they don't have the capital to buy the unit or they don't have the volume. So they just take it there and they'll run it through for a couple hundred dollars a pound and uh, and then that toll processing um, player will actually, Decontaminate the cannabis form, and they come pick up their bag and it's clean.
3: How do people find these type of distribution centers like that that are that are doing that for people?
4: Typically, they contact us and our salespeople, point them into the direction of, of where the toll processes are. Um, you know, um, we have had a couple medical patients. Because, you know, really for the medical patients, it's it's the big thing. You know, they need.
3: Well, this is ideal for everyone. Don't get me wrong, but extremely for the medical right. uh, patients. And not only that, even for the growers that happen to, you know, get a bad batch. It happens, right? I mean, right. it happens more often than not. Right. So therefore, there's a way now to fix your crop.
4: Well, yeah. And they can go on to radsource.com um, and, uh, and they can just put an inquiry in and one of our salespeople can point them in the right direction. But they want to grow. You know, there's a lot of noise out there. Cannabis farmers want to grow clean. They want to be clean. They want of to. Course. They want. It, but every once in a while, something happens, and it could be because of the the, the change in the humidity, the temperature. Maybe somebody you know walks in with some spores on them or something, or you know. But this is a viable method to be able to fix that, and and still, you know, not impact the quality of the product. What does a machine cost? Anywhere between a hundred and. to up to $350,000.
3: So 350 is the elite one?
4: Well, the 350, roughly $360,000 machine. See how exactly. I creeped that out? Exactly. like that. 350.
3: <laughs> 350 sounds nice, but 360. Like, how much really Okay, 385.
4: <laughs> well, Belushi told us everybody it was 400K. So. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah.
3: Does, does Belushi Farms have one too? Oh, yeah. Uh,
4: not uh, the, the place in Shelbyville in Illinois does. Okay. It was featured last season on uh, Growing Belushi. Oh, was it? Sweet Home Chicago. Oh, great. you see this face. Oh, you're on it. Oh, yeah. Go ahead now, <laughs> movie star. I thought you looked familiar. I, I get that a lot. Exactly.
3: Denzel, right? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Sinbad. Oh, I see Sinbad all day, yeah, all day, old, old Sinbad. Now
3: that you say the healthier Sinbad one, because he's not doing too well. Oh, he's not. Oh yeah, he got hurt. He's been a, he's been a little sick recently, but yeah.
4: Oh, I hope he gets better.
3: Yeah, me too. Yeah, you know what's funny? I can see that.
4: Yeah, old Sinbad.
3: Old though. Sinbad, healthy though, because you look good and strong, which is a good thing. Oh, thank you. That's funny. That's <laughs> funny though. I can see Sinbad's a good dude. I have met him several times. Good, good brother right there. Yeah. So somebody has this. They spend the money for it. What's the maintenance on something like this? Do you guys? Take care of these things. How does that work?
4: So typically, what what, and I say typically, these things run okay, if you have good power. And you have a you have to buy a chiller with the unit. So, uh, we don't sell the chiller; it's a third party chiller. You know, we 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 make a couple recommendations because it's inside of this thing is a light bulb. So when we make X rays, it's a light bulb. It's just like a, a a regular light, and it generates heat. So it's got be But
3: ch- is it a light bulb you can buy at uh, Home Depot? Uh, not this no. One. Okay. no, no. Okay. No. Exactly. No, no. I hope not. so. It's a, and it goes really hot or something. It does it's something super hot
4: and, okay. and a lot of power. And so the, um, uh, basically it, it helps keep the unit cool. So if they have good power and they have a good chiller and they, and they're in a good clean environment, those, there's not a lot of maintenance and if it does break, we come out and we fix it. So the first year we give a factory warranty. And then after that there's a service agreement that can be purchased. It's about 10% of the price of the unit. Um, but we're a little different than the rest of the, maybe even anybody. We include labor, parts, and everything in our service agreement. So, you know, if if something breaks, it's not like here's a bill plus you know here's our labor and, and travel and living and oh by the way you know Joey needed a new you know pair of shoes. Right. We say here it's a one price and you know we take care of it within that that
3: period. In five years, you guys have been around and saving a lot of people's crops. And you guys are still doing the blood work for science and for other medical right. conditions because the pharma companies just have to love what you guys are doing as you're breaking down everything else.
4: Well, yeah, they do. The pharma companies and the cannabis companies as well. So uh, it's, it's funny when we came in to cannabis. So we've been around on blood for 15, to almost 20 years. Right. But when we came into cannabis five years ago in the state of Colorado, there were two other technologies that made up 80 percent and 20 percent of the decontamination in that state. Now, ninety percent of the flour that's sold in Colorado goes through our units. Really? <laughs> yeah, because it's we we have the best technology, and there's a lot of noise and there's a lot of misinformation that's being put out there because the competitors are scared. The competitors are scared. Whatever camera that is, and they're making up of just a bunch of garbage. So you know, if, if you if people want real facts, you know, we have test results. We have a lot of new entrants that are. Other x-ray companies that are coming in, making a lot of claims, we're afraid they're going to give x-ray a bad name because we know how to do it. We have what they call point source ray um, x-ray tubes in our older products. We didn't use those. We used our Questar technology because we know it's the best technology for cannabis.
3: And does everyone need to do this? Or if you grow a good crop and it's just great, I mean, is it something that you know when you're bringing it to the first lab of distribution when they're testing it, or is it something that everybody should just do, period?
4: No, if, if I mean, there are some people out there that can grow without problems, all right? And hats off to them, um, you know, those are, uh, they've really dialed it in, even with the strains. Some strains are more susceptible to, to mold, aspergillus, and, but there are some people, depending on the environment, that can do it. We're all about public safety, so the people that can't do it, we have, we have something that can help them to get it through the, the the state testing to make it safe for public consumption.
3: And that's the part that makes me feel most bad for the growers because if you're spending about a hundred bucks a pound, depending on where you're at and what you know state and the the value of the crop, I mean, that just lowers now your gain, so to speak, because now the grower is spending another hundred dollars just to get this cleaner. But hopefully they can sell it for you know full flour one fifty a pound for flour because nowadays it's going as cheap as you know a hundred bucks a pound sometimes if not less.
4: Yeah, we see higher in wholesale. You know, we see higher. You know, depending on the state, but the the choice that they have a lot of times is, well, either I can get full flour price for this, and let's just say it's a, it's a state out Midwest that's about twenty three hundred dollars a pound, or. I have to get 20 cents in the dollar if i turn it into distillate so there so, is that too yeah <laughs> yeah because you can so, really look at that and say it's a yeah. bad
3: crop and i gotta just destroy, destroy this destroy or i gotta make make it something else so right. it's like i can clean yeah. it up and still make more money on it right. then i'm still golden so it's a good investment 100 bucks per pound
4: right yeah and and that's you know 100 bucks per pound i just give you a ballpark some places charge more some places charge less. with that we don't get any of that money. Well,
3: of course yeah. These are, yeah you're just giving me the example right. of what the facilities are charging somebody. That wants to do that. And I just want the listeners to understand that, too, if they're going to do that as well. Uh, We're going to take a break real quick, George. When we come back, we're going to do the high five. And I want to get your background because you're Mr. Smarty Pants over here. I mean, Executive Vice President of Rad Source Technology. I want to know where these degrees are from. I know. I want to know where you're from. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this break. you want to hear
2: your name shouted out live on the show? Call us anytime. 1-800-420-1980 and leave us a voicemail. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to Cannabis Talk 101 now.
5: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Now, back to the number one cannabis show on the planet. You know what? F- it. Now, back to the number one cannabis show in the universe, Cannabis Talk 101.
3: If you're looking for better health care at a better cost, you guys, then check out clearwaterhealth.com. Now, Clearwater Health is a benefits platform for independent workers and companies that empower them. Did you know that 30 million people are not even insured at all? This impacts the lives and livelihoods of so many. So together we can do better, folks. If you need insurance or if your company needs insurance, check out clearwaterhealth.com. I want to thank everybody around here that makes everything happen. And Madison controlling the boards over there making it look real good. Good job over there, young lady. But Adrian, Amir, Alex C., Alex A., Mondo, Madison, Teddy the Show Dog, Daniel, Diego, Logan, Gary, Connor... Kinky Cam Baxter, Beach Bar Salar, Alley Muffin Sunday, OG Skinny Ruby, Goldie Brother Pitt, Mark Carnes, Chris Frankino, Jennifer, Erica, and Elvis. Thank you guys all for doing what you do. And we're hearing all about Rad Source Technologies, what they do, what they cost. High end, about 360000 Low end, you're in about 115, 120. who knows exactly the size of the machines before we get into your background. How big are they? Because I'm looking at the website going these look like some monsters.
4: <laughs> so the one we have one that does one to two pounds. It's about the size of a uh, of, of a mini fridge t- twice as high. Uh, we have another one that does five to ten pounds. Uh, our our flagship one is um, is one that does up to 50 pounds. And it's it's is that pretty the big. RS420 the 420 XL. Yeah. But now guess what you get? I'm giving you something. You're going to get
3: the double XL coming out.
4: We got something coming out in a couple of weeks. Called the q plus
3: and how much does that hold
4: it goes five pounds to 25 pounds and it's cheaper than oh really than the XL. so it's probably around the 220 to 260 threshold and it does use our technology to hit that space that's been um basically open uh, oh wow it's gonna be it's it's, uh, it's a nice piece and of what's product. that ticket on what's uh, it's, it's anywhere from 220k 220k okay to about 260k depending on we have uh, uh, power options that you can boost the power.
3: And how big are these? Because these are looking like they're about six feet tall and about damn near six feet wide, some of these big ones.
4: Is it okay if I stand
3: up? Well, yeah, of course. So it's about as tall as you. You're about 6'2? Uh huh. Uh huh. Don't get, yeah, don't hurt yourself. You're buckled in. About that big. It's about 6'3, maybe. Oh, that wide. Okay. It's then, about four feet wide.
4: And then the big, yeah, the big, big one
3: Because about that far. Okay. It's about your size, but but blockier.
4: I'm a blocky guy.
3: Exactly. You are. <laughs> yes, we are. Uh George, so cool to hear about all this. What is your background now, a little bit about you? I mean, I know you just didn't grow up being a scientist and all this, or or did you?
4: I'm not a scientist at all. I got my degree in uh MIS, so I'm a computer guy. Okay. Then I went to work for Arthur Anderson, a tax technology, creating tax software. Okay. Um went to work for um uh, AT and T, which at the time was Southern Bell, did telecom for many years. Nortel Networks. Uh, then I went over into uh, into medical. Uh, worked uh, as a consultant for Emicor Gamma. Uh, uh, worked for Stryker, uh, the Mako robot. So anybody who gets robotic knee surgery, right? With the uh, with the Mako robot, I worked for those guys. Um, and when we were bought by Stryker, i stayed on
3: Stryker's a huge company yeah. in the medical field i mean that's you go into every doctor's office everything in that yeah. room is from Stryker.
4: yeah i was with the Stryker orthopedics so uh um that was a great you know learning learning it, you know i learned all about the medical field in there and then i i did a little bit of pharmacy stuff and i've been with Radsource for five years
3: wow so yeah. that your medical background you come into this medical and now you're doing cannabis was that kind of a fun little <laughs> twist of like even your family looking at you like George, what the yeah. hell are you doing yeah. now talking about cannabis <laughs> like that?
4: I can't believe, the first time I went into a cannabis grow, because I'm not a, I'm a big believer in the medicine, because I've firsthand I've seen it affect people, and I've seen people that have that have been affected with cancer and other issues and how it treats them. And you
3: have I, enough anecdotal proof that cannabis is legit. I I know it's. Right. So when you even heard about your company, going go into that direction, you're like, this is amazing. Right. I believe in this. Right. Great.
4: And, uh, and I just, uh, the first time I was in a grow, I was sitting there and I was looking around and I was actually in a vault and I had weed all around me. I still have the picture of it on my phone and I sent it to my kids and I was like, you know, five years ago, I would be in jail for this. And there are people that are in jail for this. Yeah. And, uh, and I, and I can't, and more that,
3: that look like us than not.
4: Yeah, I know more like you.
3: <laughs> Easy there, Sinbad. <laughs> More like you.
4: <laughs> I'll be here all week.
3: Exactly. You ain't going nowhere. So, so you get into that. Your family. What did your kids say, Dad? What do you what, get, bring me home some? Yeah,
4: that, that's exactly what they say. Well, I got you know my kids are are straight. You know, they're pretty straight arrows though. So, but they show their friends. You know the pictures. Look what like, Dad's doing now. Except for my daughter.
3: Oh yeah? yeah. Your daughter likes to engage.
4: I don't know. She won't tell me for sure, but
3: she but she smells like a skunk when she comes home sometimes. Like, babe, I can
4: smell it. Like smell what? Huh? Ooh, ah. When she was younger. Now she's she's a, a respectable. How old man. are your kids? Uh my oldest is twenty-six, then my second one is twenty four, my third one is twenty, and my youngest is gonna be eighteen next week. Wow,
3: congratulations. I have twenty three, ten, and and nine. Wow. So Yeah. Well, 23 was a previous and 10 and nine are with the one now. So, you know that's how that works. I figured that out. You figured that out real quick. (laughs) Wait a minute, 23, 10, and nine. Yes, it was the one time DNA testing. And you know, (laughs) we used the whole DNA test on the first one.
4: Oh, yeah. Well, we could have helped you with that DNA. Yeah, right. Exactly.
3: (laughs) Well, I like to do the high five, George, with everybody that comes in here. And since you're the executive vice president of Rad Source Technology, I'm sure your kids are gonna love these answers as well. How old were you the first time you smoked cannabis and where'd you get it from?
4: I probably you know, I don't smoke. Um, like I said, I'm. Have a, you ever? I did one time oh, when I was is. in uh, when I was in college in Munich, in Germany. Is that where <laughs> are you from? Uh, my dad was in the military, so um, I was born in North Carolina. I grew up in North Dakota, New York, Long Island, um, and spent a lot of time in Germany at Ramstein Air Force Base, and went to college, for University of Maryland, um, Munich campus. So that was the number one party oh, school mean? for you. Oh
3: really? Oh really. And so who gave it to you?
4: Uh, my brother's roommate your brother's roommate huh? oh wow didn't like it man i thought i I thought i was gonna die i have a bad reaction and and i then subsequently i did it again when i was like fsu at college uh just one hit i thought i was gonna die i don't do well with it really
3: (laughs) i don't it's funny and you're not the only one there's so many other people out there that it's not for them yeah but do you use cbd or at all cbd oh yes and that's when i tell people i've actually talked to some older gentlemen right And um, one of the gentlemen that's in particular I'm thinking of, older brother and he's like uh, a pastor this and that, right? And he's like, and and he's part of a cannabis company and when we're doing this high five, afterwards I pull him aside, I go dog, let me explain something to you. He goes what I go you use cannabis every day. Mm -hmm. I go, so don't sit here and act like you don't. (laughs) And he goes, what do you mean? I go, don't you use CBD and rub creams on you every day? Yeah. I go, well that's cannabis, brother. (laughs) He's like Oh, you're right. I go, so don't sit here. It's not so taboo when you're using it. Because me too, George, I don't smoke weed no more either. I've been sober 25 plus years. No alcohol, no drugs, but I need more than a little bit. You know what I mean? So I was a party animal to where I looked at it like, If I smoke weed, you know, I drink, I need to smoke weed. If I smoke weed and I drink, I need to do a line. If I do a line, I need to do a pill. If I do a pill, I need to do a hooker. It just goes in that order. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, I need to go. Then I'm in Mexico, and then I'm here and there. So, you know what? I get it when people, you know, if it doesn't mix with them, it doesn't mix with me because I make some crazy choices, you know. And even when I did just smoke too much, I just get too high and just want to just be too chill, and I wanted to do a bump. So it's like <laughs> nothing that can get me to like. Oh, why don't you just try this, Joe? But I use the CBD, the creams, and the oils daily. CBG. Oh yeah, I mean,
4: yeah. So there was a lab owner out in Santa Fe, New Mexico, that turned me on to CBG. Good energy. So thank you. Um, She and and the CBG was is great Um, because it's the root of the CBD and the the THC without the effect right, right. so no, it, psychedelic yeah oh i love you know so I, yeah i do use cbg
3: i just got some sent to me shout out to you mary thank you for sending that over and i've been using it every single day again now yeah. you know and i get different products that i try and use and it's hard to explain to people how it just makes your body feel better in my opinion like you know it's hard to feel better and explain what better is right. but like You know, I'm 51 years old. I've had two hip surgeries. I've had an ankle surgery. I have a legal handicap placard. I'm Mr. Limp all the time. People think I got a pimp limp all the time. It's like, no, (laughs) man, I'm sore. And when I'm not limping like that, I can tell, okay, cool. And the other few days recently, I've been noticing I'm not limping as bad. And then some days, you know, it just kicks in because I have arthritis and all these other medical conditions that, you know, and then my wrist starts to hurt when I'm doing too many push-ups or whatever. Right. Just shit that happens as we get older, right? Right. And I'm like, oh. But it's better it's not as bad when i don't do it i can tell okay you know i can feel the differences
4: it's medicine so period no no matter what anybody tells you no matter the endocannabinoid cannabinoid system is real it's something that everybody everybody has. has and and whether you go cbg thc cbd or whatever, you know.
3: Or you just want to smoke a joint. Sometimes it's going to help you as well too, but yeah. these other real medications and the medicine is in, is in that. Question number 2, what was your favorite way to use cannabis? I'm thinking CBG.
4: CBG. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I I do the tincture. So and I always look yeah. for the tinctures with 0.3 THC because they, you know, all this I work with a lot of scientists. I'm not a scientist, but I work with a lot of scientists and they said you need at least 0.3 THC yeah, in you need order a little bit in you to open the receptors for the CBG or the CBD and to get
3: the full spectrum effect of it all. Exactly, exactly. That's the full concept of that. Craziest place you ever used or smoked cannabis?
4: Uh, probably in military housing and. Munich, it, Germany. When you said that first one, I was like, "That's got to be the answer." Yeah, well, the, yeah. When it wasn't legal in Germany, oh, no, not no, at
3: no, all. No, let no, alone no, no. on a naval base that's American and army base, army base. And okay. you know what
4: they did was they put in undercover two CID undercover students, and they busted a bunch of people for for uh, for for uh, drugs, drugs, whatever. Yep. Oh, wow. yeah. They they were undercover students back in like twenty
3: one Jump Street type shit. Exactly.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: So some people just dressed up all crazy, like, okay, this guy looks like normal.
4: They were, they were. That'd
3: be like Connor over there. Connor would be a great narc. Look at him.
4: He looks like a cop.
3: He does, right? He's all shaggy looking all young. That guy's 44 years old.
4: He is not.
3: Yeah, he's 44. No, he's like 24 maybe. Exactly. He's got the ears of a 24. Exactly. He just cut his hair too. He was more shaggy, which is crazy. So he he'd be the type of guy that would go undercover. That's just funny when you say that. I can imagine.
4: He's a very handsome man. He is. He's yeah. a good kisser too.
3: Question <laughs> number th- four of the high five. What is your go-to munchies after you got high those two times?
4: Uh, you know, I'm a I love pizza, yeah, nice. so pizza, and then uh, you're
3: like, I don't got to be high to eat pizza anyway. <laughs> this is an 80s man. Exactly, that's a good
4: time. <laughs> yeah, that was a microwave pizza. They didn't have all these fancy oh. air fryers and all that crap, you know. Right. I I was getting high
3: in the 80s too I remember it well (laughs) Question number 5 of the high 5 George Terry the executive vice president Of Radsource Technologies Folks go check out their website If you're interested Radsource.com Or follow them on Instagram Radsource Technologies is the IG But George if you could smoke cannabis with anyone Dead or alive Who would it be and why Huh My dad really
4: yeah because he, he passed away he yeah, passed away and i miss and, him
3: and what would that be like for you if you could imagine did he ever smoke or do you know
4: no he did he did not uh my mom did but my dad oh, did really? not. really moms doesn't smoke like when uh, she was younger
3: oh but not when you guys were older where you could smell it and yeah, knew like, that oh, yeah, mom was smoking yeah. a funny cigarette
4: yeah i would smoke one with him just to have him back Just to just sit there
3: with you pops. Is your mom still around? No, she's gone too. Yeah, Yeah. me too. We're parentless. Parentless show today. Here we go. The orphans over here at Cannabis Talk 101. (laughs) It happens though, right? I even try to tell my young kid, my son, who's actually uh, nine years old. I recently just said something like, well, son, death is inevitable. Mm -hmm. We're all going to die and I'm going to die one day too. And, you know, hopefully I die before you for my my sake.
4: Right. (laughs) We can help you with that.
3: With staying longer lives, huh?
4: Yeah, the guy with the long hair. Oh, he's gone
3: now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He might have
4: heard you, and he went out to make arrangements exactly. for you.
3: Exactly. <laughs> you know, who knows? Well, George, is there anything else that we're leaving out about the company that you want to explain on the podcast before we let you get on out of here?
4: Yeah, just that the, the company, the, the, the science is solid. Um, there's a lot of misinformation that's being put out. Uh, there's a lot of scare tactics that people are saying, oh, radiation is not safe, and this and that.
3: Well, it's... that's what you think of when you think of uh, x-rays.
4: But that's because people have radiation in their mind from Fukushima and Three Mile Island and... And you know the the Russian nuclear reactor at Chernobyl and all that. It's it's radiation all around us. Right now we're getting radiation from the lights, UV lights, UVC, is ionizing radiation. We're we're X-ray, um, we're a form of radiation, gamma radiation, which is, you know, you get from isotopes. And then you have cosmic radiation. Everybody's getting radiation all the time. It's radiation is anything that's on the electromagnetic spectrum. Look it up. It goes all the way from radio waves all the way up to gamma waves. So, you know, they think it becomes radioactive. The only way for something to become radioactive, and it's, it's actually how they make cobalt-60 is they take that, that, uh, that element and they put it in a nuclear reactor for a week, <laughs> in a nuclear reactor, and it, it charges up kind of like a glow-in-the-dark sticker. That's the only way something becomes radioactive is at those high, high powers. X-ray is not, you know, it passes right through. That's why we use it, because it penetrates and um and i you know i really have to just say that um i think that the growers um deserve something that can help them with um with with the mission that they're trying to get which is to provide a, a clean product to the public
3: and if you need that clean product you guys and you're uh looking to make your product a little better Radsource.com is a spot. George, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's a pleasure to meet you, AKA Sinbad's in the building, folks. And Madison, you did a great job over there holding down the fort. Please put the camera on you so everyone on YouTube can see you. Look at her holding it down. Good job to all the interns. <laughs> it was intern day holding down the show. If it sounds and looks funny, you know why. It couldn't look any worse than what Connor does. It's Cannabis Talk 101. <laughs> and if nobody else loves you folks, we do.
2: Follow Cannabis Talk 101 on all social media at Cannabis Talk 101. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue and Joe Grande, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. And make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to Cannabis Talk 101 now.
1: Hi, this is Kurt Whitsmith.